Hey, welcome back to The Real Slim Fady Show. I am Fady Huatma, and today we're going to be talking about how most CFOs suck, and this is why. I ran an outsourced CFO firm for almost four years. I never woke up and said, I want to be an outsourced CFO. It was literally formed out of demand from all my entrepreneur friends that I knew at the time who needed help with their finances. It was always, hey, you did this at Boeing. You did this in consulting. You did this. You know, Can you help me out? Can you help me understand my finances, my cash flow? They all just kept asking me for help and asking me for guidance. So I basically stopped giving them free advice as the token finance friend, and they were happy to pay for it because I actually knew what I was doing. I was providing value pretty much immediately to them and for them, and they trusted me. At first, I looked at it and I said, okay, this is an easy way to make a good living, right? You can you can make a very good living being a consultant, being an outsourced CFO, outsource whatever you want. But when I saw how systemic the issue was for finance, it was really a sad realization. It was really a sad realization because I saw so many of these quote unquote CFOs out there acting like they knew what they were doing, but they were absolute shit. They did not provide any value for their clients. Most of them were just unemployed people looking for another company to pay them an unrealistic salary just so they can feel good about themselves. The thing is, and I could see why it was happening, right? I saw why it was an easy trap to fall into. When you're an outsourced CFO or any skill set, doesn't matter if finance, accounting, operations, strategy, sales, chief revenue officer, it doesn't matter. Any skill set, your income every month is comprised of a number of client fees. You have four, five, six, seven, ten clients, whatever it may be, they're making your monthly income. So if one of those clients fires you, or if they go to business, they run out of cash, they can't perform, and you never help them perform because that's why they're hiring you, right? You're supposed to know what you're doing. It's not a big deal for the consultant. They don't give a shit. Some consultants, in all honesty, can say, hey, we care about you, we care about our clients, that are If They lose you as a client, it is no sweat off their back because they'll go and replace 10% of their monthly income with another client. There's no shortage of clients. There is a shortage of consultants that know what they're doing. So as a consultant, especially as an outdoor CFO, they don't have a vested interest to help you, right? When you look at the real root of it, if you go out of business, it is no sweat off their back. They may hurt for a month or two and may not be able to go on that vacation, but they'll replace that income pretty quickly. However, when you're one of those clients, your company is all you have, right? It is your baby and you're trying to grow and nurture this company. And if it fails, it affects way more people than just yourself, your family, your employees, your co-founders. And it's way more impactful to you than just a sliver of your monthly income, like for these consultants. So naturally, there is a misalignment. No matter who tells you different, they're full of shit because at the core of it, there's a misalignment. If you're CFO, if you're outsourced CFO, especially when you're growing and starting your company, they come in and say, hey, I want a piece of equity as payment. And they sell you on, that means we're in the same boat. We both have skin in the game, whatever whatever bullshit they want to sell you. It just means you have someone on the cap table who will get a payday if you do what you need to do to grow your business and you make this company ridiculously successful, right? Your CFO, your outsourced CFO, your consultant, they may not help you, 
but they're going to be on your cap table when you pay them out several hundred thousand, maybe millions of dollars, you're not going to feel awfully good about it on the rare chance you will. And I hope that happens. But when you're an outsourced CFO and you're asking for equity as your payment and that's it, do a good job. That doesn't mean that you will get paid at the end of the day. No one will ever care about a company as much as the founders, as much as the entrepreneurs. No matter how many people try and come in, employees, oh, we're partners, we're partners. Yeah, you're partners. But At the end of the day, you need to grow the business. You can't depend on anyone else. And when you are an outsourced CFO and you're going to sell your services, be realistic on what you're actually selling your clients, what you're actually telling them and provide value, right? You have outsourced CFOs who are so insecure and overprotective over spreadsheets and bookkeeping methods. For me, that was was so mind-blowing when I was running my consulting firm. When I would go and talk and meet with clients, they're like, hey, great, you know, we've heard about you. We want to know what you can do. We have so-and-so CFO, so-and-so bookkeeper, and they won't sell us X, Y, and Z. They won't give us our spreadsheets. They they won't show us how they're doing their financial modeling. They'll send us the spreadsheet, but they will tell us not to touch it. It was mind-blowing to me. It was absolutely crazy. That I was once hired by a company, by a client, who already had an outsourced CFO, and they strictly wanted a second opinion from me on where the company stood, where their finances, their cash flow, and how much money did they need to go and raise. That was the biggest thing. The CFO had little to nothing of value for the client's finances. It was actually mind-blowing. I came in as a unthreatening, you know, not not so much competition for his role. And I simply asked for some, hey, can I see the projections? Can I see the cash flow forecast? The first thing is, oh, uh, we don't have full-blown projections because client X, Y, and Z isn't answering my questions. They're not giving me what I need. Naturally, I go and ask the client, say, hey, you know, they're saying that you didn't give them what you need. They were full of shit. The client gave them and they need, they had emails tracked all the way back and, and it showed it, right? Then I asked for cash flow forecast. If you're a CFO, if you're an outsourced CFO and you're not providing cash flow forecasting for every one of your clients, you suck. You're a horrible CFO. And I asked for cash flow forecast, the exact same thing. Oh, we don't do them because client isn't giving us this information that we need. And again, for them, it was no sweat off their back. If you don't have a cash flow forecast, if you don't know where you're heading, when you're going to run out of cash, for that outsourced CFO, they don't give a shit. It's not a be-all, end-all for them to have you succeed. They have 10 other people paying paying their salary. So you can conclude, obviously, after that little thing, that client fired that outsourced CFO pretty quickly, hired me to be their outsourced CFO. And we went on to raise several millions of dollars through their seed and series A. And we grew a pretty solid business and I helped them and they paid me for it, right? I'm not, I'm not here to say, oh, I'm just out here doing good. They paid me very well for it, but I provided that value. I didn't say, give me equity. And that's all I care about because we're on the same, blah, blah, blah. That's all bullshit, right? I'm not a fan of that at all. So when you're looking to hire an outsourced CFO for your growing firm, make sure they actually know what you're doing. Make sure they actually know what they're doing. Remember, when you are a CPA, you need an actual exam. You need to take an exam, state licensed, that qualifies you as a CPA. Same thing for a lawyer. Same thing for a doctor. To be a CFO, you don't need shit. 
CFOs can literally just make it up and just all of a sudden wake up one day and be like, oh, I'm a CFO. I'm going to be an outsourced CFO. doesn't matter. Same with CEO, same with CFOs, COOs, CROs, CMOs. There's no real legal stamp that says, hey, you are X, Y, or Z. People can literally just make it up. Does not mean that they actually know what they're talking about. So talk to references from current and former clients. Try and literally do as much diligence as possible when you're bringing on someone, especially for someone coming in from a CFO role. Make sure they've done things that your company is trying to do. See that they've worked with companies like yours And the most important thing, make sure they've been at a similar stage of company as yours. The stage of your company is completely different. A seed stage company is very different than a series B and it is very different than a series A and it's extremely different than a series B and everything and beyond. So if you're a pre-seed seed company, don't just hire someone who's been a series B CFO. Make sure you talk to someone that's done seed or pre-seed. So if they don't know startups, do not hire them. If they only know small startups and don't know growth stage, don't hire them. So if you're a series B company, don't hire someone that's only been pre-seed and seed. It goes both ways. If they're a psycho about their financial model and their Excel skills and all this stuff that they want to have under their control, don't hire them. If they're not using technology to keep costs down and productivity as high as possible, do not hire them. It's very simple. Unfortunately, there's a lot of things that entrepreneurs kind of overlook or simplify. Oh, that's not important or it's not a red flag. It's a yellow flag. If it's a red flag, one of my sayings in my life that I always live by, if it's not a fuck yes, it's a fuck no. And 100% for outsourced CFOs, especially, you know, employees in general. That's my rule. But when you look at the growth of your company, don't bet it on a yellow flag. You know, if, it, if, if there is anything, you have to do your homework. So now we've covered what red flags to look for in an outsourced CFO. Now let's talk about the full-time CFOs. I've said this many, many times, but a CPA does not make a good CFO. I know that's an unpopular opinion. I know it goes against everything that people have been taught. If you want to be a CFO, you have to be a CPA. Even job postings five years ago, every VP finance director of finance and CFO posting said CPA is required. Now, maybe 10% of the ones that I see say CPA is required. Because when you look at a CFO, a CFO needs to have an operations and a proper finance background, not just an accounting background. Accountants are phenomenal. They're extremely important. Companies can't grow without CPAs. Companies can't grow without accountants. But their skill set is to look in the rearview mirror. You don't go driving down the highway at 120 miles per hour, which, by the way, is like running a startup when you're driving down the highway 220 miles an hour. You're not driving down looking in the rearview mirror. You're looking out the windshield. And that's the job of a CFO is to look out the windshield and point out the certain things. A CPA is looking in the rearview mirror because it's important to make sure you didn't run over anything. There's nothing coming from behind on your path to growth that's going to mess up anything. That's what a CPA does. But there can be exceptions, obviously, to this rule. But hiring a CFO is a massive decision for a growing company. And I always get asked, when should you hire a CFO? And I'm going to be as as annoying with my answer as possible. The answer is much later than you expect, 
but a lot sooner than you think. You do not need a CFO just because you started growing. So many companies will come to me like, oh my God, we made $100,000 this month. I need a CFO. No, you do not. You need a good bookkeeper. You need a good accountant, maybe a controller at the most. You do not need a CFO. And industry agnostic, obviously, you know, you, you have to look at certain industries. Certain industries require much more touch on the finance side. And so certain industries may need a CFO sooner than others, but you really do need the perfect timing because if you bring on a CFO too quickly, it'll stunt your growth. If you bring them on too late, it'll stunt your growth. And I'll cover this a lot more in depth on another episode, but you know, let's get back to what you're looking at in a full-time CFO. You need to find someone who's been a director of finance, director of FP&A, VP finance, CFO, or another senior role in a company, again, at a similar stage as your company, in a similar industry. Not a competitor, doesn't have to be that close, but someone who knows the pains and knows what you're looking for and what you need to really hit that next level. Finding someone who's seen similar things and similar life cycles will legitimately be a game changer for you. I've said that all the time. Finding a good finance hire is a growth hack that companies don't even think about. When I'm talking about your stage, I'm not just saying pre-seed seed. Not all all pre-seed, not all seed, not all series A, not all Series B companies were made the same. I know companies that have raised ridiculous $100 million Series A rounds and they don't even have a dollar of revenue. Completely different profile. So when I say similar stage as your company, I mean revenue size, customer count, employee size, funding, market size, a lot of those kinds of things. That's what I mean by stage of your company. Do not hire someone from a big four accounting firm right out of a big four accounting firm to be your startup CFO. I've seen that story play out so many times where someone, oh, we're so excited. Here's our CFO. We're paying him $70,000, him or her, paying $70,000 a year, and they're going to be our CFO. They're going to be our, our VP finance. That person probably sucks. No offense to them, but that person probably sucks, and you probably hired them too soon because if you're going to hire someone, an actual CFO or an actual VP of finance, they're going to cost way more than $70,000, and they're going to have way more experience than just big four accounting firm experience. Experience. They, however, that person could be a great controller whenever you need it. Like I said, definitely not a CFO though. You need a creative minded person to be a CFO at a growing company. You need someone that's going to look at the operations, look at the product, look at the finance, look at the customers, look at all this stuff and figure out a way to plug them all together and, and really grow and leverage certain levers. And identify those levers. You need someone who can be very tactical, like look at literally hiring plans, growth rates, all the KPIs for your company, but is also big picture oriented. Sees, okay, this is our Series A investment strategy. This is our our Series B investment strategy. These are the things we have to do to go from A to B to C. Someone who can legitimately break down problems simply and work with the team to accomplish those strategic initiatives. That's really what a CFO does. You, CFOs have to leverage technology, right? That clockwork is a tool for CFOs built by a CFO. It's the only one, right? That's that's really what clockwork does. It's a tool built to make CFOs that much better at their job. And I say all of this knowing that hiring a good CFO is by far one of the most important yet difficult hires for a growing company. In every other role, product, sales, marketing, engineering, you name it, the KPIs of success 
for those roles is universal. You have CAC, LTV, ARR, churn, uh, release velocity, uh, all the things that you want, they're all there. The KPIs and what to look for in a CFO is much more gray for early and growth stage companies. That's why it's so important to make sure that you know what you're looking for and how to judge it. A successful CFO needs to touch every department and organization of the growing company and make them better. It's not just data gathering. You're not just, oh, give me this, give me this. They need to make everyone around them better. That's what makes a CFO truly successful. Thanks for listening in again. I will catch you next time. This has been the Real Slim Fady Show. Check out my company, clockwork.ai, for everything financial modeling and cash flow forecasting. Check you next time. 